Fit for Life Radio, episode number 117. We are new and upgraded. Mm-hmm. We, the podcasts have been a little little shaky. A little hazy. A little hazy, and we, we realized we needed a new auxiliary cord. Past the aux. So it should be crisp today. Clean. Crisp and clean. We prioritized our audio. 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 Quality. What was I trying to combine there? I don't know, man. Audio and radio? I don't know. Well, anyways, speaking of prioritizing, today we want to talk about priorities and how ultimately to make lasting changes that stick with your health, fitness, exercise, eating, you have to, they have to move up your priority list. And that that's hard for people, right? Or we may think we do that, but we really don't, right? Because it's easy to say what we prioritize, but really what matters is what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to lead with your actions. Yeah. Or we may do, we may prioritize for a, a short period of time too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's an easy thing to do subconsciously, but as coaches, you know, we see people's logs and, and all this stuff, and a lot of times people will mean well and, and say and have these great intentions, but then really, uh, let's take a look at the actions, and that tells tells the whole story, right? Yeah, similar in the finance world, you know, personal finance, we can talk about what we value, um, but show me your 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 bank statement, your bank statement, and I can tell you what you value. Yeah, right. Um, you know, we a lot of times people will balk at, say, a $150 gym membership or training or coaching. They think it's crazy, but then maybe they spend $300 a month on alcohol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which is easy to do if you're going out. You know, so it's like, all right, well, a lot of you prioritize that more than, you know, other, these other things. So, again, the actions show where our true priorities lie. And... One is, so we'll talk about a a tough one, which is eating better, which a key habit ultimately eventually becomes preparing our own food. Yeah, you you have to get to that in some fashion. Mm -hmm. We can kind of make better choices when we're out to eat, um, but eating out at restaurants is always going to be tough. You know, now eating actually maybe a l- even a little more streamlined stuff like um, fast food places or packaged foods can be better because they're gonna, they're a little more consistent. Yeah. So say you like are someone who tracks your calories, you can have a little more accuracy versus just uh, of actual restaurant. Yeah, actual restaurant. Everything but separately. even then, you're, you're giving control to these other places. You're also paying a premium for them to, to do that, right? To, to provide this service and prepare it and all that. So ultimately, when you talk about overcoming roadblocks and opt- obstacles for eating better, like money, a lot of people say he- healthy eating is expensive and time consuming. But the reality is going to a restaurant, you have to sit down, you have to drive there, you have to You have to wait, wait. for your food. So th- it has all those roadblocks too. And ultimately, if you get to where you're preparing your own food at home, you're in control. You're paying the cheapest you can pay. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you're getting to buy food, you know, at its kind of grocery base price, and 
you eventually save time because you're at your house. You can cook ahead of time to where your meals don't actually involve any more cooking because yep. you do it all at once. You can just put it all together, you know, when you want to eat. Now, it does take time and effort. Yeah, and there is a learning curve sometimes. But, you know, once you do that, it gets pretty, like you said, streamlined. Yeah. So how do you get to that point? Well, you have to prioritize it, right? Yeah. And again, well, look at your actions. And we've talked about this before. You can, well, do you get up and scroll social media for 45 minutes in the morning? You're, you're prioritizing that, mm-hmm. right? Whereas why couldn't you throw on, you know, you can throw a bunch of potatoes into a pot, boil them, throw a bunch of meat into the air fryer, let it cook. And in that 45 minutes, you could have made lunch for every day that week. Yeah. Because then, boom, they're done. 20 minutes later, all that stuff's done. You throw it into some bowls, throw it in the fridge, or throw it into individual little meal things. And boom, that's it. There's your lunch, right? And it's not that expensive. Chicken and potatoes are probably two of the cheapest things you could buy. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, calorie-wise and, um, you know, very nutrient-dense. So, And right there, you're, you're shifting your priorities. Because now your action is you're taking that 40 minutes that was... Um, mindless scrolling (laughs) yeah list scrolling through through instagram and replacing it with um preparing food yeah bing bang boom and the reality is once you get the you don't want to scroll instagram while you're cutting the potatoes or dropping them in the boiling water but once you kind of get everything going then you can kind of go back to that exactly so even though it may take 20 30 minutes the reality is it really only takes like four minutes yeah you know then there's some cook time but so that's an example. And a similar thing happens with exercise, right? Except almost on the opposite. People can get very fired up and high prior. Like they over-prioritize yeah. it. They say, you know what? It's January. I'm going to exercise. To do this. I got this P90X video. And it's I'm going to do it every yeah. day. It's two hours long. I'm going to do two hours every day, seven days a week. And we and we go hard, but then the reality is it's just not sustainable. Like yeah. we have other other life stuff. Um, After a month, that priority doesn't doesn't look so good to you mm-hmm. because it's like, damn, I got to do this every day, and that's where we overshoot it, you know. Instead of, you know, two or three days yeah. a week starting out, which is easier to manage over time. And the mistake is you prioritized it for a short term mm-hmm. time frame. The real challenge is you need to prioritize it. Oh, I'm not going to do this for a month. I'm not going to prioritize this for a month. I'm going to prioritize it for for life, for decades. Well, then you know what? Seven days a week, two hours a day might might not be the best uh, approach, right? So then prioritize it forever and then make a realistic, you know, place in your life for it. Yeah. I know. Sounds like we're being harsh. I know. You may you maybe feel attacked. It's okay. Let do. Let's. Uh, we've talked about this before. You probably heard it before. You have the jar, the jar of rocks. I right? love a good jar of rocks. And you can do this yourself. Do it with with your kid or whatever school project. If you you need to identify your big rocks, and then your little pebbles, right? And the the problem is a lot of people will take. So the little pebbles are things that aren't as important, right? And if you fill your jar full of all the little pebbles and sand and then try to put 
the big rocks in, there's not enough room. Yeah. And the big rocks get left out. If you put the big rocks in first, then fill in the pebbles and little sand, it all fits. Right? So when you're sitting down to prioritize, yeah, you do have all this stuff. We're not saying cut things out of your life. We're saying you identify what your big rocks are and your pebbles, right? And yeah, maybe some entertainment or social media time or video games. Or going out. You, you know, that stuff uh, is, is important, but it's is it more important than... It say, shouldn't be most of your jar. Yeah. And is it more important than your health and fitness, right? Because mm-hmm. you may be putting off preparing your food, but that's going to lead to, again, health things down the road mm-hmm. that you that are important. So... Move, move it up, make it a big rock, schedule it in first, right? So look at your day and be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to meal prep this, yeah, this Monday morning I get up and I hate Mondays and I just suck Facebook and screen time and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of drone away at that. So I'm going to take that 45 minutes and replace it with meal prep for my lunches for the week, right? So now you're making the meal prep a bigger rock and you're scheduling that in first and you know what yeah it knocked out some social time or whatever it is but then after you get end up getting all those big rocks scheduled yeah see what you have left and then you can go fill in yeah the pebbles but you just don't want to make those the priority the higher priority yeah yeah the sand the entertainment shouldn't be the the number one and you'll be surprised uh, su- surprise Supp- surprise. <laughs> surprise and supply you want to, you'll be surprised that when you identify the big rocks, schedule them first, you do end up fitting everything in. Yeah. And and you feel better about how it all balances out. Yeah, you're going to end up better off. Because it, it is too about like using your time wisely. Like you, you made the point about how when you meal prep, it's really not that much time mm-hmm. when you really get it down and you get efficient at it. But it's just getting it going. And then, yeah, your food cooks for 20 30 yeah, minutes. Then you got some sand and time. Then you got, yeah, you got some time to kick back while your chicken and potatoes mm-hmm. are cooking in the uh, in the oven or air fryer. Um, but otherwise, you would have still been doing the exact same thing without yeah. your chicken going. So it's, it's kind of prioritizing that and realizing that some of these things really don't take that much time. Mm-hmm. And they will still allow you to do the things that you want to do. Yeah. And if you think about it, you kind of have three levels, right? So you have your big rocks, your pebbles... And your sand. So big rocks would be things like times with friends and family. Your health. Work. Work, earning a living. Sleep, right? And so I know, yeah, me personally, if I'm looking at my day, my week, I'm scheduling in, you know, that family time. Workouts. My workouts, my meals. When I, you know, sitting down and eating breakfast, lunch, dinner. It's a little bit of prep. And then, you know, bed, bed and wake time. And then you start filling in other stuff. Then yeah. your, your pebbles, right? Um, and, I, and obviously, like we said, rock, uh, a big rock was your work, right? You got to mm-hmm. show up or do what you need to do yeah. with that. Then around all that, you have your pebbles. So that could be, you know, hobbies, um, extra umph to, to, to certain things. Um, yeah, if you are into video games or uh Kickball league, right? Mm-hmm. Um, painting, whatever it is, hobbies. Yeah, you whatever kind your of passions are. There, there's your pebbles, right? So then those go in. And then last is your sand. We all know what those are. So that's watching TV, social Scrolling. media. Scrolling. 
mm-hmm. playing games, going out on the weekends, you know, things that do enhance your life and maybe are fun. But, you know, if that's all you do, say all you do is go out drinking and you don't prioritize anything yeah. else, like you're going to have some problems. So they definitely need to be, you know, the add-on to your day rather than the main part of your day. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, make make the bigger rocks easier sometimes. Like we've been using some meal prep as a big rock, you know, to help your health. Well, you may have to find a trade-off in that, because I know for me, this 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 is what originally happened was typically when you're like, I'm going to eat healthier, you'll get a cookbook, right? Which can be great and more tasty food is but delicious. It's a lot more complex. But, it, but now we talk about how you can throw some chicken in the air fryer and potatoes and in, in a boil and... It's simple because there's few ingredients and it's simple food. Mm-hmm. Now, if the more complex you want to make your meals, the more, you know, you're going to have a bunch of ingredients to flavor it. Now you got to cut more stuff, the more time it's going to take. So sometimes you have to find those trade-offs of, you know what, maybe I'll do those meals on the weekend and actually make a whole event of it and, and kind of think of that as a pebble, right? Yeah. So you you actually in, you enjoy the cooking. You're going to take your time, throw on some, uh, what's, it, what's it like the music people listen to when they cook? I don't know. That guy from Barry Manilow from Vegas. What's he's like Italian? Uh, not Ted Nugent. <laughs> I know you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You can see the guy's freaking face. Oh man. Anyways, well, yeah, you're cooking music, and yeah, it's it's actually a whole activity. But you know, be okay with more basic stuff, so you have less cooking time. But understanding that that's going to win out over always just resorting to restaurants and yeah. fast food that's that's how we usually frame our week like during the week <laughs> it's easy stuff right crock pot chicken we'll do you know ground turkey um we have a cup like stir fry but that's real easy for us to to make and then you know usually saturday we'll find a new recipe and try it because we do enjoy trying new things and cooking and so yeah that's our trade-off and then when the you know sunday comes around like we're eating something real basic and then that's the way our week goes and Mm -hmm. you know and we're fine with it and two you'll find you know some of those recipes can turn into you know can be simplified very much so so like they are easy to maybe prep in advance yeah um you know and again a trade-off to like all right well maybe i'll cook this with less oil and take a few things out but it still tastes good that's something we routinely do and then it can become a staple that's Mm -hmm. simple for you to make yeah, and you create systems, right? Mm-hmm. So I watch my wife, who's a teacher, you know, so she's gone from the house all day. And, you know, she develops little little systems. So, and you find, so for example, we'll use to start pretty much all frozen fruit and yeah. f- frozen and canned veggies, right? Because they don't go bad. There's normally no preparation. They're already kind of picked and, and trimmed and all that. So that right there saves time. Then, you know, she's gone all day um, in the morning while she, she's making her coffee, she'll, she'll pr- make her breakfast and lunch. But it's stuff that basically takes no cooking. So she's settled on, she'll have like uh, cottage cheese with fruit in it mm-hmm. and, you know, an apple on the side. Boom. You, you're just literally throwing just all that together. a couple things. Um, then maybe for dinner time, we'll cook something cook extra of it so say it's chicken thighs in the air fryer she'll you know we'll cook bigger portions and then boom the extras now is also the lunch the next day so then in the morning while i'm putting together my cottage cheese 
and fruit. Uh, there's there's her breakfast. Then she'll you know take the leftover chicken thighs, mm-hmm. canned green beans, you know some sauces, and boom, put that all together. Boom, there there's her lunch, right? Yeah. So it's this little system to where she gets two meals prepared in like three minutes, and Again, you know, the food choices and everything you find for yourself, kind of like we talked about with Amanda uh, on last week's podcast, it's you, you're personalizing this stuff. But the key is understanding the principles, right? So create little systems, find ways to save time, whether it's frozen and canned foods, um, you know, cook, preparing meals that don't involve cooking. and Or when you do cook, cook more at a time so you have enough for future meals. That's a great one. Then you get in a twofer. We do that. Like Whitney usually takes... Whatever we had for dinner, that'll be her lunch. So it just makes it super easy in the morning to mm-hmm. get it all together. Same thing you could look at with uh, the gym and exercise, right? Pack pack your clothes, pack your gym bag the night before and set it on in your car, whatever, you know, driver's seat so that it's uh, there's no excuse and it's mm-hmm. kind of staring you in the face and you already have the clothes. Um, tons of little things like that where you, where you make it easier. You make the big rocks easier. Yeah. And an- another one too, on, on the exercise note is for a lot of people like doing it in the morning makes it a whole lot easier for people because there's, there's just less that could happen. Right. After work, there's a million things, right? You could have to work mm-hmm. late. You could hit traffic. You could have to pick up your kids, but usually in the morning, most people are going to have time. Now mm-hmm. it's getting up in the morning. Isn't always the easiest, but that compromise of, of realizing, you know what, this helps me yeah. do this more often. That's very helpful. Yeah. And also just, you have to always be aware and realize things change and there's ebbs and flows. I'll think of myself as an example, and I'm someone who's always worked at a gym, right? But even, you know, since I was 20, 37 now, but as things changed, so you would think, so when I was a train you know, trainer at uh, Globo Gym, at uh, Gold's Gym, uh, yeah, you, you have to train really early because that's because clients can normally train before work and after work. Mm-hmm. So you're working really early and, and really in late. the evening. <laughs> so, you know, before that, before I was a trainer, I would go work out. You know, I used to work at a little sports store. So retail, so retail hours. So I would go work out in the afternoon. And then that changed, right? Because now I'm working. I have clients in the afternoon. So I would then train after the morning sessions, you know, in the middle of the day. And then eventually... I left that and me and one of the guy, you know, started our own business, gen- some 24-hour gym. And it, during the day, we would, we would kind of, it was nine to five. You know, we would get in and we would have to uh, kind of prepare the gym, you know, clean, go do marketing, get out advertisements, um, do appointments, things like that. And it was typically, yeah, we were working. We kind of got in a flow of working from nine to five, you know, stop and have lunch in the middle of the day. So now all of a sudden, and there was all this new stress, right? I went from just training people to having to worry about running a business. So all these things. Well, my working out started to fall off because I couldn't really train when I used to. There was change. And I was never at that time uh, used to working out really early or really late. So I eventually, and in the gym, I was learning now that I was one of the owners, like it's my work environment. So it's now it's this kind of carries a certain stress with it. And I didn't enjoy my workouts. It would just feel like a chore. So at that time, and I also traveled a lot. I had a long commute. It was out. In that was a rough yeah, commute. 30, man. 30 mile commute and over like tunnels and bridges. Right. So an hour 
uh, both ways each day. So what I did was I got a gym membership and actually, you know, you hit you up. And yeah, and we trained together for a while. At br- uh, Brute Strength. Mm-hmm. So I got a gym on my way that was on my way to work. So when I was leaving where I lived, it was, you know, on the way. And I would go in the morning yep. before any, anything else could get done, work out, you know, at 6 o'clock. We met up and got and it done. And then I would, yeah, shower and go, in, go into work. Right. So my priorities had to shift. Right. And and working out was a priority and enjoying it. So I invested by getting another gym membership, Mm -hmm. even though I worked at and owned a gym. I moved it to the morning uh, so that it would get done and not as much to compete with my time. And eventually, fast forward, you know, I don't have those gyms anymore. Start my coastal gym. I'm kind of back to training some early and early in in, in the afternoon. And I end up saw training in the middle of the day, Mm -hmm. you know, so that that changed again. Right. And then. Yeah. And say, so obviously same thing with food, with food. When I was a trainer, I could cook most of my stuff in the middle of the day. Cause again, I was working in the morning, afternoon after I would train when I was back owning, uh, the 24 hour gyms nine to five, I'm, I'm there. I'm at this place, 30 miles away from home. I would have to pack lunches, right? So I would do way more prep, uh, meal prep on the weekends. So, yeah, so it always changes. Even if you own and work at gyms, uh, you have to make this stuff a priority. You have to find what works for you. Yeah, because it is different. Mm. What about what about you? I mean, that's going to be – I mean, working out-wise, same thing. Like, for me, um, especially before when I was personal training, um, when we were working out together a lot, the working the mornings and the evenings, it was just, you know, mm-hmm. let's find time. And usually middle of the, middle of the day is when that works. Um, and then now since my, you know, I can train pretty consistently in the morning. Um, you know, I work Tuesday morning, but that's not a training day for me. So I just kind of take that as an off day. I get plenty of activity in the morning. Um, so yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning, I work out in the morning because I'm not a middle of the day. I don't want to work out at noon or Mm -hmm. 11. So for me, you know, getting in an early, just, I'm going to be more consistent I feel way better in my day. So I go ahead and do that. Now, as far as food goes, I have pretty good freedom to make whatever I need to make, right? Like I can put my breakfast together. Um, I'm at home during lunchtime, so I can make Mm -hmm. my lunch. Um, I'll usually, if I can, like if I'm working that night, I'll do what I have to to prep for dinner, which might be putting chicken in the crock pot um, or just kind of setting Whitney up for when she gets home from work to be able to make whatever we're having. Um, And the nights that I'm off, I'll just cook dinner, right? So, you know, with my schedule, you know, I'll make things as easy as I possibly can for for all of that. And usually, you know, I'll, you know, make, uh, you know, some beef ahead of time Mm -hmm. and have that for a few days. I have yogurt and berries like every day. So that's just an easy one. So easy, even when I go to the gym at like 3.30 to Mm -hmm. work in the morning, like Alexis does, like throwing my yogurt and berries together takes me one minute and mm-hmm. then I can just roll out to the gym, um, have that at some point in the morning and then I'm still on track. Right. So making it as easy as I possibly can, instead of like waking up and cooking eggs or yeah. something that's a little more, uh, labor intensive, take the easy stuff. Yep. Another thing my wife Alexis does is with her training, she, during the week, she's more stressed from work and she normally, you know, Sometimes she has to coach or stays after and wants to just come home and read. So, she, whereas the weekends, she 
has a lot more time on her hands, more relaxed, enjoys it more. So she'll, she works out Saturday, Sunday, goes to the gym Saturday, Sunday, and then only a, a lot of times one day during Monday through Friday, right? Um, Which seems crazy to most people. Because, but yeah, on the other days, she wants to just come home after work. And, and unwind. And unwind and have more time for that. And, yeah, so, again, it's and, – and, again, that falls in line, too, of finding a sustainable thing. What if she had made up her mind, I have to work out seven days a week? Well, now you're f- – you're, you're, you just burn out, yeah, right? Yeah, she's or, already stressed, and now she's stressed about making all of her yeah. workouts. And Whereas you find a sustainable uh, um, amount that you prioritize that you know you can keep doing you know, yeah. through, through the long run. So, yeah, you have to, A, identify those big rocks, prioritize these things, and then fit them, fit them in first and see where they fit and realize that, oh, you know, and some people, they don't want to do nothing on their weekends, and they don't think of physical activity or exercise as something fun or yeah. enjoyable, right? Whereas she does and wants to, um, doesn't mind doing it on the weekends. For some people, that's going to be off limits. Yeah, which is which is fine. You know, as long as you get in during the week, you're, you're good. So, yeah, identify your priorities, your priorities. Again, you got, you got to be ruthless. You got to be honest. You have to be honest with yourself. With how you spend your time, I think. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest part of it, which is hard. If you find yourself pulling through Chick-fil-A every day, going out to eat, struggling with some of your goals with, with you know, body composition, health markers, things like that, and you know, oh, i got to really make these changes with food, and you're like, I'm just not the type of person that, wa- that cooks or thinks about these things. Well, you have to be. You, you might have to be that yeah, person. You don't prioritize it, right? So... Go do a little re re look through everything you do and see. Hey, am I prioritizing some sand over this big rock? Yeah, man. Let let, let me move these things around um, and start there. Yeah, and change is always you know uncomfortable and mm-hmm. not the easiest, but that's yeah. You still and, have to do it. And I'll say this, n- especially nowadays, researching in quotes is is sand. Even Absolutely if you're, even if you're researching important things, maybe you're reading about vaccines all day. Maybe you're reading about exercise programs all day. Maybe you're reading about um, the best diet. Yeah, or or something, you know, with with work. But the reality is, there's so much information, it becomes infotainment, and we're really just numbing ourselves. And don't lull yourself into thinking that all your research and YouTube watching is doing you any good. Is big rocks. Yeah. Because it's not. Agree 100%. So if you want to do it, go for it. But it's, it's sand. Action is a big <laughs> rock. So if you can, if you start counting up, oh, I, I watch about five hours a week of YouTube people talk about the intricacies of, of eating and exercise. Um, well, there's all your eating and exercise and meal prepping time. Yeah. <laughs> that is absolutely all the time that you would need in a week to keep it real simple. So try flip-flopping those. Uh, and, and yeah, just evaluate how you spend your time. Mm-hmm. We've talked about, you know, looking at your time on your phone. That's an easy one. And just do a self inventory of, of how you really spend all of your time. Yep. So that is how you can prioritize your health, organize things, get better, knock it out. That's it. We appreciate you listening. Yep. Hopefully you don't hate us. Nah, it's all out of love, man. Come back next week. Swinging. All right.
We'll see you. Thanks for listening. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.